What's going on, everybody? This is your man, Big Stu, Scott Stewart, or Professor Stewart, depending on how you know me. And we are back with another edition of Dope People, where we highlight and talk to dope people that are doing dope things. And of course, we are not letting you down with this special edition. We have one of the guys with us today, and he's one of my guys because we graduated from grad school together. And so that's a whole nother conversation in itself. And so it's fairly, it's, it's really fun to be able to kind of circle back and catch up with somebody that um, I spent some, some really important years with advancing my education and my degree. So today we have for you none other, and he's in the field of education, obviously, because he wouldn't be here if he wasn't, Mr. The One and Only, The One and Only, Mr. Jason Harris. What's up, y'all? What's up, man? Glad to be here, man. I'm glad yeah. to be here. It's really an honor, man. It's been a long time, like you said, you know, all the way back from I'm in my early 20s, you know, grad school. You know what I'm saying? It's been, uh, wow. It's, it, it's full circle, man. Well, look, right now I understand because we're just kind of catching up. We stay in touch through socials, but this is the first time that we've had to, uh, kind of sit down and chop it up in a long time yeah so this is yeah, indeed. indeed and you're from chicago yeah well you know the suburbs you know but from so. the chicago area yes, sir. yeah from chicago chicago area and now you're in houston where you are the seventh and eighth grade math teacher and athletics coach is that understanding understand that yeah that was that was my last position you know okay. i've um so last year i was coaching i've been coaching for about 12 years down here Okay. And um and teaching uh for about twelve years as well. Um special ed, you know, special education teacher, um taught math, but I'm also teaching this year um social development class, which is um kids with it's like an adaptive behavior class, kids with um emotional disorders, behavior disorders. So yeah, so that's what that's what I've been doing, man, these these twelve years and uh, it's been it's been quite an adventure. Quite an adventure. Well, let me well let me let me introduce you properly. You didn't came on here and took over my my show format, doing it your own <laughs> way. Let let me get back to so let's go. We're gonna dig into all of that today, but let me introduce you. You know, in case there's some folks out there, because this show airs all over the world, and in mm. case there's some folks that kind of want to know, well, who is this guy, right? Um, you spent some time at CNA as an uh, as an account manager, CNA Insurance, you did some HR, some talent acquisition work for Abbott Labs. You've worked with Caremark. And again, your uh, your grad degree was in marketing, you know, business and marketing. And, and now you're in education. So that's really, really good to know. And I really want to be able to tap into kind of your journey. Mm-hmm. Before we go into that, we know a little bit about what you're doing right now. We know a little bit about your your past, which includes a lot of corporate business experience. Yeah, let's get to know you b- beyond that. On dope people, we like to do a round for all of our guests of this or that. Are you familiar with this or that? Uh, no, let's check it out. So this or that is the little fun uh, icebreaker where I give you two options. Mm-hmm. And you are to pick one of the two options. So, for example, if I said markers or crayons, you would say? I would say markers. Okay, right. And so 
Uh, and then we go through a number of these, and then and that's that's what it is. It helps people kind of understand who you are beyond the resume and the and the rhetoric, if that makes sense. You down? Got you. Damn, man. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Um, Tesla or Mercedes? Uh, Mercedes. All right, all right. Talk or listen? Listen. Hmm. Um, Batman or Superman? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Superman. Superman, Superman. Uh, let's go. Android or iPhone? Android. Okay. All right. Cookies or cake? Uh, co- uh cake. <laughs> I'm a cake man. Cake man. Yeah. Ice cream or freeze pop? Uh, ice cream. Mm. Yeah. Library or museum? Museum. Mm. This is a good one. Reading or writing? I said that is a good one. Um, I would say reading. Mm. Pancakes or waffles? Just had this conversation with the wife yesterday. Waffles. <laughs> teachers or parents mm, I'm gonna have to say parents mm. parents teachers or principals teachers mm. teachers interesting, interesting. Everything got to be in order. Everything got to be in order. The teachers, huh? Um, Here's the last one. Mm -hmm. PWI or HBCU? Oh, man. Alabama State, man. HBCU all day. (laughs) (laughs) And there you have it, people. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And the swag. You got to rep that swag. You have it, people. You have. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The round of this. Or that. So what's up, Jason, man? What's man, happening, man? What's man, going on, bro? I'm, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good, blessed, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, glad to, you know, chop it up with you, man. Is this is dope, man. Dope people. Dope, dope people. podcasts. You are dope people, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So we were just chopping it up um, in the pregame a little bit. Both of us completed our masters together. Roosevelt University, the prestigious Roosevelt University here in Chicago. Marketing was our focus. Mm -hmm. And here it is that uh, you're now in education. But before we get to what kind of student were you in like middle school through high school, bro? Like sixth, seventh, eighth grade, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth. Who, what kind of student were you, man? What kind of grades did you get? Tell us a little bit about that. I, I, I was average. You know what I mean? I was average, not because I had average ability or intelligence. It's just I had average ambition <laughs> in terms of my study. So I did just enough. You know, I was always in like honors classes and all that. So my intelligence would get me by. But I didn't really ever, ever put the like work in where I could have been a straight A student. So where, I said, that, where do you think that came from? Because it was, would you say that came from your, your parents? Or 
because I identify I was the same way, right? Yeah. I was trying to be cool or fit in. What what was it for you that that now you realize like when you look back like where do you think you got that whole identity from of it was okay to be average? It you know what? I would be more concerned about playing sports, the athlete side of student athlete, you know. Or um, maybe when I was younger, I was a little better student. Once I got in high school, that's when the averageness, you know, I'm just trying to stay eligible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it just, I didn't see, I didn't see the, like, advantage of being an excellent student. It just wasn't in the forefront. And that could have been from a variety of things, man. Influences, you know, stuff going on or whatever. But, you know, I just, I just the average, man. Now, um, you the only child, or you got siblings, or what? I have one sister, yeah, younger sister. Yeah, yeah. And your parents were together. Or your parents they, broke up or what? They were together. Wow, wow. So, okay, man, I wonder if there. And so now you're in the classroom. Mm-hmm. We're going back into how you got there, but yeah, for um, what I needed to put out. So I've been doing this podcast for a while, and. One of the things that's lacking on here is black ed- black male educators. Yes. I don't talk to enough of them. I've talked to yeah. quite a few people now, and only two, three, four, three or four black male educators so far. Mm. Yeah. And so when you talk about that, not having the aspiration of something that you didn't see the value in why it was worth putting in the effort to be this excellent student. Do you think that's changed much in the classrooms today when you, when you, your black boys, what they aspire to, or do you think that's still kind of the same? I think, yeah, I think it hasn't changed much, you know what I'm saying? In terms of, you know, how a lot of them prioritize things like down here, you know, you know, even at home too, but now here football is everything. So you have kids who's solely focus on playing football and being the best at that and training and off season and, you know, putting in work all the time. But like, like myself, you're just trying to stay eligible just so you can play that your, your focus is the athletics, mm-hmm. you know, and you do what you have to do for, grade wise, you know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, things are, we can get into it later, but talking about education, but you know, things are, are, are really laid up sweet for these kids now to, to keep up with work and all that, a lot more cooperation from teachers to, you know what I'm saying? So um, that just encourages more apathy and laziness in terms of doing work and stuff like that nowadays, I, I think. You down in Texas, bro. Yeah. Y'all are known in education for being the the catalyst behind our nation's public educational system mm-hmm. and, and textbooks, the textbooks, bro. Y'all make the largest orders for Pearson and Wilcox or whatever those other textbook publishers are. And I understand recently that Texas had moved to uh, ban some some teaching, some some education from... How are you dealing with this stuff, man? Uh, you know, they don't want you to talk about 
slavery and you no longer have to talk about uh, I have a dream speech and Frederick Douglass being written out of the... Does uh, any of that affect you at all in any of that that you do right now? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's why I, that's why I was like, yo, I don't only teach math. Because, you know, it's the truth at all times. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I couldn't teach. I couldn't be a history teacher. You see what I'm saying? Because I just, oh, you know, I couldn't, um, I couldn't get with that curriculum and good conscience, you know, teach that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I mean, there's always that dilemma because, you know, you know, I'm right in it where they, like you said, they write these textbooks and setting the policy that other people are adopting. Um, so it's, it's, it's difficult, you know, cause the curriculum is set, you know, um, and it's watched closely. How in the hell did you get into education? You and I graduated with degrees in marketing and, mm -hmm. and some time in corporate. What happened? How did, what happened? Take, take us through what happened, bro. Yeah, well, it's an interesting, it's an interesting ride, man. It all started with how I ended up down here in Texas, you know, um, and it was, it was a, a situation where I came down, I had an aunt down here and we visited, you know, from Chicago, went down there and instantly knew that we, we belonged here, you know? And so, um, man, God put things in place for us to me to transfer at with CNA to come down here and work remote. This is back in wow. 2009, come down here and work remote for CNA. And um, my wife's company had a uh, office down here where we, where I'm at now, you know what I'm saying? And it just worked out. And so when I got down here, I'm still working for CNA, boom, boom, boom. But, um, you know, things in the company, um, they phased out the division I was in. So, you know, I lose my job. So I'm like, okay, my kids are young. And, you know, before my job, man, I was traveling. My kids was babies. I was always gone traveling, you know, always on the go. So, you know, that was rough. So when, when I lost my job, I was like, man, I got these babies. And I saw like a sign, you know, they had an alternative certification program and big signs called Texas teachers. So I would see that billboard. I was like, man, I'm gonna come down here and I'm gonna teach and coach football you know what i'm saying and so i went through the program was online knocked it out got certified got a job right right then and the rest is history man. i've been teaching uh since 2012. and you're yeah. in your 10 years you're in your you're in your 11th year yeah you're in yeah. your 10th yeah. year yep no i'm sorry not 2012. um no, yeah, it's about two thousand twelve. Yeah, so my tenth year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And uh, is it still specifically special ed math or? Yeah, I, I, no, I've been. I've, I've done everything in special ed, man. Okay. Like, um, I started off in Houston ISD as a behavior t uh, teacher for behavior unit. Did that, um, and uh, then I, I then. <laughs> They, they got rid of that, that, that unit and then they gave me an autism class, which I had no experience out. Now that, and that could be a whole show of that experience. Placing that you in a room with 
students with autism without any experience? No experience. And when I say well, autism, who made that decision? Who made that? Who, how did that oh, happen? The principal did. Like, oh, yo, you going? You know, it was, it was, you know, it was crazy, man. Was you know what I'm saying? Food. You was eating. You had to, that was the dog food run or something. What? Man, I, it just put me in. It's like, yo, you taking this class? Wow. You know what I'm saying? Now, and, and, and this how was, was that? Like, did did you feel like you uh, were servicing? Like, what what did that do uh, for was, you as an well, educator? It was it was an experience because these kids were not only autistic, but they had severe behavior issues. Most of them were uh, nonverbals, and a lot of them were, uh, you know, uh, uh, intellectually you know, uh, had intellectual disabilities. So they're very low functioning. You know, a lot of a lot of them had toileting issues, really severe behaviors, violent runners, all in this class. You know, one of the, I was told, I, this is one of the, I had one of the roughest classes in the district. Houston is the third largest, fourth in the, in, in, the, uh, in the nation. So, yeah, man. But you know what? I had to, uh, I learned a lot. <laughs> I'll tell you that. That year was uh, very difficult, but I had to learn uh, all about autism and, and and dealing with people with autism on, on the fly. You know what I'm saying? It was like um, trial by fire for certain. <laughs> um, but man, I, but it was, it was rough, man. I almost quit teaching and all that, but uh, I'm glad I made it through because, oh man, everything else has been cake after that, you know, in comparison. But I understand a lot about autism, uh, a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So I've done that, and 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 then, uh, you know, moved to a different district. You know, a lot of different districts in Houston area, um, and uh, did behavior again for some years, and then I taught math for the last four. And then I just went back to behavior for year, for this year. So, okay. yeah, I've, I've, I have, I've seen it all, you know. It sounds like it, man. And so I normally go with these three essential questions. And I'm going to stick with the three essential questions. I guess I'm learning that there's no real, doesn't have to be a real order. Mm -hmm. What? Um, it was two, the same question, you know, what's kept you in education after that rough, rough year along the lines of, so what's working for you in education? What do you love about the work that you do? What's keeping you here? Man, it's, it's really, man, what's kept me and, and specifically in special ed is just, um, I, you know, those, those are the kids that a lot of people forget about. You know what I'm saying? And I just, and I saw the impact that I had when I was there. You know what I'm saying? So I saw that I was actually good at what I was doing. And I saw the impact. And so that just keeps me going, you know. Um, just seeing results, really. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Results, math, kids who thought they couldn't do math was, was doing pre-algebra, you know. Mm -hmm. Kids actually passing the STAR test, which is the standardized test down here. So I've seen a lot of success. So that's what keeps me going. Um, you know, so. Yeah. What is, uh, what kind of frustrates you when it comes to education? When you think about public education, what's, 
What's the stuff that kind of keeps you up at night that kind of concerns you, man? That's a loaded question because there's a there's a lot, you know. It's probably so much I couldn't even get into, but um, really just the whole system and I just the you know how things are done. As a, a lot of time, you know, a lot of times, like I said, I'm I'm I do I'm encouraged for what I can do. But a lot of things that frustrates me and make me want to leave teaching either. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been considered, I consider it all the time, you know, because it's just, um, I think a lot of, a lot of the system is set up for kids to fail. You know what I'm saying? Um, for certain kids to succeed, those who got, you know, um, something that offer, you know, it's, it's set up for them. But uh, other kids, man, it seems like it's, it's just designed for them to, just get pushed through and ultimately fail. I mean, I've really seen, I've seen the the classroom to prison pipeline in full cycle. You know, I had, a, I got a kid right now serving that was in my class when he was in eighth grade, now serving double murder, you know? So you see it, you know what I'm saying? Because they don't, they don't put those, they don't put high expectations on those kids. You know what I'm saying? They give them low expectations and, and these kids know they got low expectations. So they demonstrate to that level. You know what I'm saying? Don't even meet that. So that is a lot, it's a lot that frustrates. Me. So it's, it's almost, it's a, you know, you kind of, working against your own consciousness sometimes. But you got to remember, though, if not you to be there, especially being a black man, you know, to advocate for him, to, to stand. Because I find myself doing that a lot. I, I find myself doing a lot of advocating for kids because people try to run kids over. Are you, what population, what um, cultural population are you serving? Um. Currently in the school I'm at, at now, it's probably, um, it's a good mix, man. It's a, it's a good mix of, of, of white kids, you know, uh, black, Latino. So it's just a good mix. Yeah, Texas does that, young. Yeah, yeah. Pretty diverse state. Even the city, I mean, certain parts, the schools. Are certain, yeah, certain parts, yeah. So when you think about your journey in education, uh -huh. where you started as this average mediocre grade getting kid playing sports with a advanced degree in marketing, business, corporate experience. Now you're in education working with populations of people, the students that lots of people don't respect or honor, forget about. Yeah. Uh -huh. The future of education, what does it need to be? What is it, what's your dream vision of how education should be? You know, what does it need you know, to be? It, it needs to, it needs to make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like back in the day, it made sense. I'm like, I don't know if you watched Kwame Brown when he was talking about, man, put, you know, put trades back in schools and stuff like that. Like that stuff is essential. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to, make school relevant for everybody so that instead of just 
I think a lot of times, so if you if you, if you got a kid with, you know, um, who's not academically able, right? Maybe have disabilities or whatever, and you and all you're doing is pushing this, uh, uh, these these academic standards for the sake of a test, right? For a sake of a test that is designed to make money. At the end of the day, it's 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 a political thing, you know. What I'm saying it's lobbyists that's behind these tests that these these kids are forced to take, and so you you teaching everything is about passing this test. They call it the the star test. Everything's about the star test, you know. Pressures put on kids pass the star test. Teachers are accountable for the star test, right? Mm-hmm. So it's all contractual and about money making. You know what I'm saying? It's not about educating the kids so um you know i mean that's what that's really what's going on mm-hmm. wow what else you working on man anything that um you want to share with us that you know this is all over the united states we're on you know four continents 39 different countries, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, what do you to know, man? What do you want them to tap into? Man, that's 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 a good good. I mean, you question. hear on dope people. You wanted a, you, you a dope person. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, man. You know, I'm just right now, I'm, I'm you know, in the trenches just doing doing the work. Um, but, you know, in terms of what's what's next, man, who knows, man? Um, you know, I'm pretty active on social media. There's a lot going on. You know, I like to comment on things and uh, you're pretty give, opinionated. Give kind of, pretty, pretty opinionated, man. You know, so I don't, I don't. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm kind. Of, you know, I kind of go against the grain in terms of uh, the the common. I won't even say common, but the the uh, the the narrative that's out there i try to go against that you know what i'm saying let me let me let me let me let me do something i've never done before here and i'm only doing this because we know each other Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm interested to know your take i don't even know i don't know how you're going to respond to this at all what's your take on yay well i'm glad you asked (laughs) um man i i think what we're seeing with with him man is something that's uh that's remarkable in the sense that um he's he's advocating for free thinking you know what i'm saying he's he's exposing groupthink right he's exposing um the conditioning of our minds um you know it, regardless of what you Think about what he says and your opinion of it. That man has a right to it, right? And we got to preserve the right to have that, the ability to think and talk, have ideas and exchange them, right? And so he's bringing all that to the table. So regardless into what you think of his words, you know what I'm saying, or, or what he's saying, he has the right to say it. And if you listen, you might learn something. So that's my take on it. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. No doubt. No doubt. No yeah, doubt. I couldn't have said it better. Word. Hey, listen, brother. Um, you didn't need me for this at all, but you are officially dope stamped. 
Appreciate it. You didn't need Appreciate that for me. You came already, <laughs> dope stand. Yeah. But I'm just throwing mine on you, man. Um, no doubt. Definitely good to to catch up with you. Yes, sir. To hear about what you're doing, to see that you are still a father and a husband and a upwardly mobile, free thinking black man. Okay. You're doing dope things uh, in areas that you know just don't get the shine that is deserves, man. And you know, this is my version of. I, I, I normally would shout this dude. I'm not gonna even say it. And when I'm against people, I don't even say their names. But I can't even say dude name right now because I'm I ain't really rocking with him. But I want to give you your flowers today, dog. Just know that. No doubt. No give doubt. you your flowers. These are your flowers. <laughs> Word. I appreciate you coming on. Where can the people find you? You say you're pretty heavy on so on social. Where can they find you at, bro? Yeah, um at um on uh Instagram. Uh it's yeah. at Jess B U. That's J U S B E E Y O U. Um and then on uh Twitter at J Boo77. J Boo77. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, well, thank you all for uh t- chiming in, man. There's people all over the world that check this podcast out man you are now in the archives it's official they can never take that away from you you already know what it is until next time everybody peace peace